Hey guys, welcome back to Sky's Limit Podcast, a podcast based around showing you that anything you set your mind to is possible. I am your host, Lucas Aylward. Today's episode, I am very excited for this. I have a guest here that I've wanted to talk to for a long time. He's achieved so much. I'm going to try to cover everything that he's done right now. So I met this guy probably about two years ago in the beginning of 2017, and he's done so much since then. He's reached 31,000 followers on Instagram, which is insane. He's a huge fitness influencer. He's signed with EHP Labs, which is one of the biggest supplement companies in the United States right now. He's an affiliate marketer. He's done so much for other brands around the United States and Canada. He owns his own fitness company. It's an apparel company called Wolfpack, Wolfpack Athletics. And he recently just signed on the teambodybuilding.com. Now, anyone who knows bodybuilding.com is like the biggest fitness website ever. It's like the godfather of fitness websites. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce to you my guest, Kennard Densbury. How you doing, Kennard? Hey, what's up, Lucas? How's everyone doing? Everyone is going to be doing good, especially after they listen to this. So guys, like I said, I met Kennard about two years ago. Um, it's funny. The story is a little bit funny. We're going to get into it now in a second. So when I started growing my Instagram account, I probably had three to 4,000 followers. I was constantly searching up people in the fitness niche, trying to find people who I could relate to, who I could, you know, chat with, follow, you know, just the overall engagement on Instagram. And I found this guy and at the time I believe he had 4,000 followers or so. Do you remember how many you had? Yeah, something around there, probably even less. Something around there, yeah. And I noticed that he was sponsored by my protein. Now my protein, for anyone who doesn't know, is probably the biggest supplement company in United Kingdom right now and he was sponsored by them and I was so you know taken back I was like wow this is amazing like I knew who my protein was because um sponsored by you know I've seen people sponsored by like Rob Lipsitz and Student Aesthetics and I knew it was a big brand so I messaged him and I was like yo dude this is amazing like how did you do this and then we kind of started to talk back and forth and he kind of forwarded me on their information and then you know, from there, I started to grow, and I actually became a part of my protein too. So, you know, we're gonna start back at the beginning, Canard. With uh, how did you even get a part of my protein? Do you do you want to touch on that? Yeah, sure. Um, thinking back, I believe I honestly just DM'd them. Um, I had known that they were actually looking for uh, new athletes for their program. It was a student you know, student program that they were just looking for, uh, just people from different colleges around the U.S. that could rep their brand and, you know, um, facilitate kind of the expansion into the U.S. And it was a great opportunity, uh, you know, great timing, I would say. Just good, really good timing. Okay, so once you got with my protein, did you notice, like, any jump in followers or anything? Because I know that their Instagram page has... I don't know, half a million followers. Did that help you in any way grow your following? Absolutely. I believe my protein, I owe a lot of my initial startup to them uh, because a lot of my content that I would share, they would repost it um, onto their different social media uh, pages. And they had a bunch of different uh, pages in the different countries. So it was great, you know, for international wise. I built a really big following in the UK at that time, and um, they sent me, you know, a lot of supplements and a lot of samples 
So I got to go out and meet people in person. Um, I got to do, you know, booths like at my university and just meet a bunch of the students there. So I, I, w- I would say like, yes, I, I owe a lot of like the initial startup to being with my protein. Okay. So with my protein helping you grow your Instagram account, were, were they 100% responsible for the growth in the beginning? Or do you have any kind of little tactics that you used as well? Like, did you uh, do similar things as myself where you would be engaging and, you know, commenting and liking other people's photos and just kind of being social on Instagram? Or was it strictly just they post a photo, you'd get followers, and that's all there yeah. was to it? Yeah, honestly. So around the beginning, uh, this is before, like, like, I even started thinking about the whole Instagram algorithm. This was actually before it even existed almost, um, mm-hmm. like where I would just post and I would, I would throw a couple of hashtags, they'd repost it, and then i gain a bunch of followers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kind of worked out in the beginning for sure. Okay, so um, obviously throughout the time, you know, the last couple of years, you've grown a lot. Um, you know, what? at what point would you say follower-wise was the point where you started to feel like you were getting a bit noticed by uh, people around you as like an influencer? You know, still to this day, I hate the term influencer mm-hmm. because I don't believe I'm influencing anything. I'm kind of just, you know, just living my life, just doing my thing. And it, it's like I want to help other people and just show them that, like, if I can do it, like, you can do it too. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'm an influencer. But uh, what, what was the question? I was going to say that uh, at what point on your growth – did you yeah. find that, you know, you were starting to kind of become somebody and people kind of took notice to you as like, oh, this guy is somebody like he's starting to become something. Honestly, I would say right now is like when just to me, I feel like the pressure is on. I feel like there's a lot of people that are watching, you know, what I'm doing, uh, you know, for whatever reason, like they've become engaged with my content. And then as well as like what you were saying about engaging like on social media, like that's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that for a really long time, you know, just throwing a comment or a like here and there to other people's pages. And like now they've taken a you know a liking to, to my content and like we follow each other's journey. So I definitely think like right now I'm getting to a point where I have like, you know, people, people are watching like what I'm going to do next type of. So do you find the eyes on you are more or less just people who are looking at you as fan, like your fans, or do you find that you have a lot of big names that are connecting with you as well? Um, I would say that it's like, a, it's like a, it's a mix. Like, I don't know. It's just like people, you know, that I've known since I was younger, uh, because I didn't start, like I, I started my fitness journey on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I've always like, n- like known a lot of people because growing up I I moved around a lot growing up okay. so I went to a few different like high schools and then like I grew up in Maryland and then now I live in Florida these are two completely different places yeah. but um I've been like in person I've been able to travel a few places so I've met a lot of people along the way mm-hmm. and um my following from like MySpace and Facebook it all transitioned over to Instagram and then now the fitness side, that's allowed me to, you know, kind of uh, broaden, you know, op- open open up my, my demographics and everything a lot more for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, with social media being so popular now, do you feel like 
social media is kind of a great thing for connecting with other people? Or do you feel like it's a more of a bad thing where there's so much pressure uh, against other people, you know, especially in the fitness industry, everyone's comparing themselves to everyone else, progress wise, physique wise, and, you know, follower wise. So do you feel like it's a good or bad thing that, you know, you've had such a big uh, growth on social media? So that's a good question. Um, recently, I definitely, you know, I definitely feel a lot more pressure uh, to, per, you know, to keep performing at like a high level and to just keep progressing uh, because I do have a bigger following. I feel like people expect me to continue, you know, to get better. And, you know, I, I, I guess it's a bad thing and then it's a good thing at the same time because opportunities like, like being with bodybuilding.com open up for me and, yeah. you know, works out. That's actually huge. I still can't get over that. I mean, anybody who's in fitness knows that bodybuilding.com is just massive. I remember when I first started out for like the first two years, that's where I would buy like all of my supplements and get all of my workout programs would be bodybuilding.com. <laughs> so, uh, dude, uh, the same. Like, if you look back at any of my like my old content, you'll see me in like bodybuilding.com gear thinking I'm cool, like, ton people, you know, those little like the things that I learned from their site. And like to think like, wow, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm partnering with bodybuilding.com. Like even, you know, at the capacity of like that I'm at right now, um, I definitely feel like there's a lot, a lot of room for growth with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but just to be associated with them is just such a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, this whole podcast obviously is for the listeners. I want to show them that everything, you know, is possible. Anything they set their mind to is possible. And you know, you've, you've done a lot. So I want to kind of, you know, ask you for a couple tips. So say somebody is brand new to Instagram, they got like a hundred followers and they're, they want to get into like the fitness niche. So what would you give them for advice, uh, growth wise and like content wise? Number one is be authentic. I feel like too many people are like trying to be like the next so-and-so instead of trying to create their own lane. Mm -hmm. And, um, I feel like people can, like, they can connect a lot more when someone's being, like, true to themselves. So that's one. Um, but definitely, like, when starting up a new a new page, you have to be willing to, like, take, like, spend the time on the app, you know, like, following and liking other people's content. Um, just like anything in life, it sh shouldn't be, like, one-sided where you want people to just comment and like your stuff but just going out and like making you know connecting with other people will help to you know drive traffic to your own page and ultimately like just help you know help each other grow in a sense because mm -hmm. i know a lot of people they don't know enough but instagram to know how it works they just think they're going to post photos and then they're just going to get like 100 followers and it's not how it works obviously there's a lot of time that goes into instagram i would even say that instagram has a science behind it uh, would you agree with something that? Of an, something of an algorithm. Yeah, an algorithm. So it's all, you know, it's all flowing and it all works in a certain way. So it's not as simple as just post a photo and you're going to blow up. Um, so, you know, back to Instagram, you know, you mentioned about, um, you know, following people, liking people, engaging with them. Um, how important is it to actually engage with people? Because I know people like Gary Vee, they're constantly saying that you should be engaging like five, six hours a day and just 
hundreds and hundreds of people a day. You should be just like liking their photos, commenting on their photos, and showing them that you're, you know, you're paying attention to them. So, um, what would you say, you know, about that? Do you think it's you need to do that much, or do you think it's uh, in the beginning it's something you actually have to do a lot, five hours a day or so? I wouldn't say five or six hours a day. I think that's a very long time to spend on your phone (laughs) (laughs) in the sense of you shouldn't be like flexing on the gram if you have that amount of free time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to front and say when I first started my following, I spent a lot of time on on there, you know, liking people's, um, you know, pictures, following them to the point of actually getting like the Facebook bans and stuff, you know, when I first started out. Because I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about the algorithm, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time of like doing all that stuff to get to a point where I can just, you know, I don't have to worry so much about it. Okay, so, you know, this also is kind of a point of engagement. Um, it's connecting with these big brands. Like obviously, you've you've had, a, you know, a lot of big connections with these brands. So, you know, typically, uh, when you're new to fitness, the biggest you know, your biggest goal is, oh, I want to get sponsored by this big company, or I want to get sponsored by Gymshark, I want to get sponsored by Alfleet, I want to get sponsored by, you know, any big brand, Optimum Nutrition. So the fact that you've actually gotten these huge brands on your side, like bodybuilding.com, what would be, you know, some advice you'd give somebody who's brand new, who's looking as a goal to be sponsored by a huge brand and kind of represent a huge brand? Yeah. Again, like just go, it goes back to being authentic. Um, like my goal was to never to get like a bunch of followers just to be known. Um, I want to make, a, you know, I wanted to make my presence known and I want to do great things. So like my goal was to never like, uh, is get like, I don't know, like, like too friendly with like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work more so with the brands and everything because I know that it leads to a lot more exposure and it, it builds connections, which leads to even more connections. Uh, so definitely, um, you know, working with them, um, I would just, just just focus on like the personal branding aspect of, yeah. of branding yourself overall. Yeah, because you can't be set out, um, you know, obsessing like, oh, I want to be sponsored by Gymshark. You almost have to Become your own person. Build your own brand first. Exactly. Give Gymshark a reason to want to work with you. You can't just be, you know, just up their ass basically being like, I want to be an athlete, please. And they're messaging Absolutely. them every single day. You need to actually provide them some kind of value. Because I know, you know, especially with the Gymshark team and Alphalete team, they're all so unique. Everybody on the team is, they're super unique and they have so many different talents and skills and things that they're good at. Same for yourself, like you post really creative content and you you have really high quality content as well. You've definitely increased your content and the quality of it over the past years that I've known you. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But uh, with content, how do you feel about people who, you know, they're afraid to start because, oh, they don't have the $5,000 camera or they don't have, you know, all this proper gear. Do you, you know, do you think that's super important? Like right now? Where no. You are? No. Uh, well, okay, so when starting out or anything, like, no, I don't think. Um, like, one of the biggest things for me, so so two, like, two uh, driving forces for me, like, when I got started was, like, stop, like, to not wait until I feel like something is ready and to mm-hmm. just go for it. Like, just go, you know. 
and so just keep keep moving forward like no matter what and uh that's just been like a model of mine and it's just kind of just like kept me like motivated to just just to just do it you know <laughs> as a creator uh nothing is ever going to be perfect or like mm -hmm. the way that i want it so it's just like just do it <laughs> so do you believe that it's possible to be completely unique when it comes to instagram because obviously there's so many people on there do you ever you know see somebody post a certain type of video and you're like oh that looked awesome i want to kind of do that myself and have my own little spin to it or do you completely come up with your own idea off the top of your head okay so i am creative in the sense of like i have a lot of ideas flowing in my head mm -hmm. but like any creator i get inspired by other content that i see and um yeah, absolutely. I definitely get inspired by other people's content and they have like their unique styles. But then I feel like, yeah, you like you want to put your own spin on it to make it unique. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, the next point I want to kind of branch away from all these different companies and kind of go back to personal branding because it seems like a lot of people on Instagram are looking to fitness as like an easy way out for money because they think that they can just go online make a website and offer online coaching and kind of just blow up from that because you know there's so many big names doing that making a really good living making millions of dollars a year but i personally think that the fitness industry is getting a bit saturated when it comes to stuff like that so you know business wise and making money in the fitness industry how do you think is someone's to stand out what do you think they have to do to stand out is it more about being authentic like you said or is it more business strategy and more about business knowledge at that point a little bit of both, I would say, you know, it's, um, it's great to have a uh, background in both. Like myself, um, I went to the University of South Florida, and I got my degree in economics. So um, I've always had a background in business. Mm -hmm. But then the whole fitness aspect that was kind of new to me about two years ago. And I got into it because I actually, you know, I like working out. So yeah, I figured why not turn it into a business. Um, but it, it's a, like in the fitness industry, you run into, you know, like anything, it has it's good and it's bad. You just have to learn how to navigate. Mm -hmm. And um, I definitely think if you're business savvy, you will stand out and you'll be able to be in the industry a lot longer. Okay. So I know myself, I... Uh like my journey, I just basically wanted to post progress photos on Instagram. And over time, uh, I'd get, uh, you know, shout outs from other big pages, uh, you know, reposting my content. And then I got with my protein as well. And the same thing happened there. So over time, I grew slowly and slowly. And then around 10,000 followers or so, um, I was like, I want to make a website now. I have so many people following me. I, I just assumed that I'd have so much business when it came to offering online training. So I made a website. I didn't have a clue about business. I didn't get anything registered. I didn't know anything about, you know, the contract on my website or any kind of fine print or anything like that. In terms of service, any kind of, you know, legal things on my website. And I kind of just made the website, put a link in my bio and said, come train with me, basically. And nothing happened from it, barely. I, I had like four or five, six clients over the span <laughs> of a couple months. And I mean, I, I probably made a couple thousand bucks, but I mean, it wasn't like you'd make $10,000 overnight, which a lot of people think. So obviously there is a lot of work that needs to go into the back end of it. So it's not as simple as you post a link and then people are going to blow up and, 
be all over it because it's like I Absolutely. said, yeah, it's really neat. It's a, it's a really saturated niche right now because you know you have all these people offering online coaching. So you need to give you know a client a reason to come want to train with you. And I think you're doing a, a good job at standing out because like obviously you've done enough now to grow your page. So speaking of business wise, you know I'm going to kind of branch away from the personal training side of things. Um, you know, I'm going to yeah, go into if, more fitness. If like in there, uh, like the whole personal training. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's a, it's a very lucrative business if you are very talented at what you do. Mm-hmm. But if you're just somebody who is just looking to make a quick buck, yeah. please save everyone some time and don't get into it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to really put your passion into being a personal trainer. And um, hats off to those guys because – when you're a trainer, you have to be almost like a therapist. You know, you have to constantly motivate and just make sure that they are like making progress and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a great, you know, if you, if your passion is in it, go for it. But you know, if that's not something that you want to do and you're just in it for the money, don't become an online coach because you know, that's your morals, your morals are messed up. Yeah. So, you know, getting away from the personal training side of, uh, the fitness business, uh, I wanted to kind of go into, you know, fitness apparel and like, because uh, I, I know you are definitely an entrepreneur in the sense that you did start your own clothing line and it seems like it's going really well for you right now, Wolfpack Athletics. Uh, so, <laughs> Wolfpack. Yeah, Wolfpack. So, you know, give me a little bit of a background, a backstory on Wolfpack. So, you know, where did the idea come from and like what's the story behind Wolfpack? All right. So that's a good question. I've never actually... I guess really told anyone uh, about the story. Um, there isn't really like a crazy story, but all right, this is the best I can come up with. Okay. So Wolfpack Athletics. This is about two years ago. I was scrolling through, you know, Instagram. You know, spending those five six hours liking people's <laughs> posts, getting banned, all that good stuff. And then I'm just like, you know, these people. You got like shreds athletes and like. This is like when when Instagram was young. There wasn't like all these like new influences on there. Yeah. And it just inspired me. I'm just like, you know, all these people, they can do it. Like, I feel like I can do this too. Um, And then I've just always had like an obsession with wolves. Um, This is a goal. This is me saying it on record. So it's going to happen. One day I'm going to own two black wolf hybrids and... Yeah, they're not domesticated, but they're gonna be my my animals, and that's uh, awesome. yeah, that's why I can't wait till that. So, so that was one. Like, I was just obsessed with wolves, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's just I sat down. I used to always journal, and I just wrote down like everything that I want to happen, and just how I would get there. You know, I knew that I would start my my own personal brand to grow my name, so that people could know like who I am and everything. Uh, because I feel like when starting a brand, people feel more connected, like when they know someone as yep. opposed to just like a blank canvas. Exactly. And um, so like it was always a part of the plan. Like and um, like with Wolfpack right now, we are just we're a very small company just doing apparel, like e-commerce apparel and mm-hmm. the next steps of what I want to do and take it. Like I'm really excited for where it's going to go. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, there, there isn't really a crazy story about it. It's just, it's just a mesh of everything. Like taking my background from economics, you know, like me coming from a home where it was just 
my mom, you know, my mom was taking care of like myself and my sister and my brother. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know. She, she, was t- she was taking care of us. And then when I turned 18, um, I moved out of my, my home. So I, I didn't really, I feel like I didn't really have like that close, like family, like pack mm-hmm. that I, that I wanted like growing up. So I had this crazy idea. It was like, you know what? It's, you know, you, I might not have come from like a big family and everything, but I can build my own pack. And that's kind of what Wolfpack is, is like my pack. I feel like they're just, it's just, they have a lot of factors to it. Like where like attributes that I can connect with about Mm -hmm. just being very loyal to one another, uh, being driven, you know, just, um, just hunter, you know, hunter like instincts. They're not always about being seen, but like, you know, they're there type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know, just something like that. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great idea. You know, it's like the it's like that family idea because wolves obviously travel in packs, and it's just the whole concept's amazing. I like it a lot, and uh, yeah, and it's like everyone can resonate with it. Yeah, I think the brand has a lot of potential, especially where the thing is nowadays is that there's a lot of brands popping up here and there, but you almost need to have that way to get ahead of everybody. And I know you had thirty thousand plus fol- like followers, so for you, it's almost like you had that loyal fan base slash customer base ready to go kind of it's like they were there to support you you weren't just this no-name guy to start a brand and you had to build it from the ground up you had you know your supporters right off the hop so you know that definitely works for someone like you in, your, in this situation because you know they can kind of watch it grow with you and they're like you're like you said you're loyal family so absolutely yeah that's a really good thing that you know your timing wise you you started Wolfpack, i think at the perfect time and you know it's only going to grow from here as your following grows your Wolfpack following will grow and i know that you know for a small like a brand that just started a couple months ago you already got the following on that on the page to five six thousand i believe it's crazy it's only been three months that we've actually been active and the amount of DMs and the amount of support that I've gotten from everyone has been insane. It's a bit overwhelming. I don't really talk about it much because I don't like, I don't know, I just, I don't really talk much, period. So this is kind of cool. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, thanks for being on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. I get, yeah, a lot of a lot of support for it. But I think uh, right now I am focused on continuing to come out with great product. Uh, you know, everyone's reviews has been phenomenal as far as the quality. I got some amazing vendors that are helping me to produce, you know, everything that we're coming out with. Mm-hmm. And these next couple of months, like things are, like you said, they're just going to continue to grow and get better. And I'm I'm just really motivated and excited, like honestly. Yeah, and it's good. So, you know, when it comes to staying motivated and staying inspired, is there anybody that you follow or anybody that you look up to that you could kind of, Drop some names on people, you know, the good people that are, you know, good good, people. Yeah. Some nuggets. Yeah. Shout out to the number one, you know, my mom. I love you, mom. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. She's my number one hero. Happy Mother's Day, mom. (laughs) Absolutely, man. Happy Mother's Day to your mom, too. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Obviously, you know, Christian Guzman. I have to say, yeah. I have to say, Christian Guzman. He's like, he's the man. Um, if you ever like hears this, like in a couple of years from now or anything, uh, just know like you inspired me to um, you know take you know take the first step of uh, putting myself out there, and like I've watched like a lot of his YouTube videos and everything, 
Um, definitely like in bodybuilding, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't. You, you have to say him if you're like your bodybuilding fan. Yeah. For um, sure. starting out, I was a huge fan of uh, Jeremy Buendia yeah, and Kenny Rambod. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say them, you, you know, um, it, it was also like a really cool experience meeting him a couple of years ago mm -hmm. um, and then at Europa and then getting to work Europa. That was a fun experience. Um, but I don't know, like who else inspires me? Um, that's a tough one, man. There's so many people. So, <laughs> so I got to agree here. Obviously, I'm more team athlete over Gymshark. I mean, they're both amazing brands, but... Yeah, I, I feel like more connected to the Alphalete team, like Christian and Rob. Like I can see myself in them, so it, it. And I, I feel like I can follow and them. Charlie, shout out Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, he's a good guy. He's good too. Uh, yeah, there's so many man. There's an ama amazing team over there, and you know they're doing their thing like, day by day. You just see their growth, and it's it's cool because, you know, when you're in the middle of it all, you can just see everybody around you growing, and it's like that mindset you have of you know, watching people grow, you know, you don't just see them as people, you see them as like they're leveling up. So I think it's crazy that you've met so many, you know, big names, like you just said, you met Jeremy. And you know, you've been to, you know, different fitness expos, you went to the Arnold, was it? Or was it the No, LA? Um, I haven't, I haven't been to the Arnold, not yet. That's one I haven't been to. Um, next year, that'll be something I'll go to. But uh, which one were you at the or the, the one in Orlando? Yeah, so I've been to uh, Europa in Dallas, Europa in Orlando, uh, the Fibo, you know, Fibo Expo. Okay. Um, yeah. I've been to those, but yeah. Yeah, I got to head out to one of those, man. It was one of my goals back in 2017 to go to LA Fit Expo. I wanted to meet, you know, a few, you know, a few of the big names that I've been looking up to. So the fact that you yeah, man, to that was cool that you um when you traveled to to California, right? Yeah, I went to California. I didn't go to the Fit Expo is kind of just like a four or five day trip. Uh, I love LA. I think it's amazing. I wanted to live there for like two years. Uh, I want to visit there like as you know, soon as possible. But uh, yeah, a fitness expo in general, something I really want to go to, even one up in Toronto in Canada. But uh, so go going back to big names, uh, you know, I've noticed that you've had so many big names connecting with you on Instagram. I've seen like people with like millions of followers liking your photos and like commenting on your photos like how does that feel for you you know kind of going from that guy who you know started out small and now you have like these actual verified fitness celebrities like on your photos liking your stuff man like it's, it feels great but i'm gonna be honest it's like it's just a like yeah, <laughs> you know what it i mean just a like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just a like so at the it makes you feel it makes you feel good like but at the end of the day it's just a like um but the people that i have met in person like it's been it's very humbling you know to meet these people and have conversations and just to know like that no matter like what level that you think you're like you that you've reached like there's so many more mm -hmm. so many more so now getting going back to uh, the people in the fitness industry. Um, I'm just going to move away from these fitness celebrities. I'm just going to go into, you know, the fitness niche in general. Uh, how do you feel about, you know, the dishonesty and, you know, the lies surrounding like the steroids and like Photoshop and stuff? Do you feel like it's getting out of hand on Instagram? 
Um, I feel like it's always been around and it's always going to be around, but um, it's just like it, it really sucks that the way that society is going, like everything has to be perfect and like the pressure and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I just feel like it's one of those things that's always going to be around, though. Like, if one person does it, like, now they set that standard of, like, that, you know, like, and then everyone else, like, wants to do it also. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's getting out of hand, honestly, with the amount of, you know, Photoshop and stuff going on Instagram, especially in the fitness industry with, like, I know guys and girls are just, like, blowing up their body parts. And it's kind of hard to even tell what's real and what's not anymore, <laughs> honestly. But, uh, you know, going back to, you know, that once again, I'm trying to stick to the fitness niche now, uh, more as like a business perspective. So how do you feel about, I guess you call them clout chasers, the people who are kind of talking to you now since you're kind of, uh, you've, ma- you've made it more of yourself and they're kind of, hey, dude, what's up? You're awesome. Let's hang out. Let's work out. And the people who are kind of sucking up to you because of something that you've achieved, how how do you how do you deal with those people? Again, with the whole like um, like Photoshop and things, like they're always going to be around. Um, it definitely like it sucks because it's very hard uh, to I don't know like know like who you can like trust in everything like in the industry um but yeah i mean it really sucks that like some people they're when they're they want to hit you up like hey how's it going like uh months later and stuff like when they actually see that you're making moves um but it's you know it sucks for them you know <laughs> it does suck i know people myself you know especially in you know your towns uh small towns and stuff people you know, act like you're kind of nothing. And then once you've, you know, achieved something or you've made a move or you've done something that got a bit of attention, next thing you know, they're, you know, they're all over you. Basically, you know, they're trying to ride that wave. And, you know, especially with you, you know, having your own brand and being sponsored by huge companies, I'm sure that you get um, a lot of people just messaging you, you know, asking you for like the hookup. Oh, get me with bodybuilding.com. Get me with EHP Labs. Get me with you know, my protein, get me with your company, you know, it yeah. must get annoying over. Oh know. my gosh. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. When I first started my company, like everyone's like, Oh, like, are you, like this is so cool. Like, you know, they, they give me props and everything. And then it's like time for the release. And it's like, Hey, can you hook me up with like free? Like, no, like, <laughs> come on. Uh, the way that you would support like an alpha elite or a gym shark support, like somebody that you know, personally, because it helps them, you know, it benefits them more. But I don't know. Uh, you got you got a lot of people out there that will, you know, that are like gung ho for their friends or just people that they've met in person. And then you got the others that are asking, you know, like the clout chasers. And um, you just got to know how to navigate and, you know, just do your thing. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go back to, you know, pretending I'm somebody brand new to this and I'm just listening to this for the first time because like I said the goal of the podcast is to you know show you that anything is possible and you can follow your dreams and make everything happen so let's just say you're say I'm this guy right now let's say I'm throwback to 2015 2016 and I'm listening to you talk right now um and 
you know, I, I just started my fitness account on Instagram, like Lucas Elward Fitness, and, you know, I got my bio there, and I got my pictures, and I'm posting my gym selfies and my, my gym videos and stuff like that. Um, I know you covered earlier some tips, like you said, authenticity is very important. Um, what would you say, you know, kind of like a crash course of, um, starting out on Instagram, what do you, what would you say, like, how would you set up your page for someone brand new if they wanted to kind of take notes on this? Uh, so if I was setting up my new Instagram page, definitely have to start with the profile photo, the profile photo. That's like. That's a that's your business card, your calling card, and your bio. Yeah. So you got to make sure it's like a if you're in fitness, you got to do a shirtless photo, or if you're a girl, you know you gotta you got you gotta show a little bit of skin. You know, <laughs> it's just the way it is. I would but, even um, say that you could go with something like really high quality and aesthetic. So even like say you're a guy and you got like a tank top on, like a really good aesthetic photo of like your arm with like you know the right lighting and stuff like that. But yeah, and I, I agree with what you said. Obviously, you want something that's going to entice people to go into your page and check you out because, you know, your your profile picture is like your business card, like you said. Anytime you see, you know, a like or a comment or a notification, it's just the profile the picture. The photo, right, yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is just in fitness, though, I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Not, if you're in like real estate, obviously don't post a picture of you shirtless or something. I'm just saying in fitness, obviously, if you're promoting like a healthy lifestyle or like a promoting a certain physique, you obviously want to show off like what, like who you are and everything mm-hmm. to, to get people to go. And that, that's all I was going with that. I was trying to add a little humor into it. Um, yeah. But pretty much um, in your bio, please don't put influencer. You know what I mean? I feel like that's some, um, it's just such a, negative term I, I don't know but if you like just your occupation like what you do yeah. what your page is going to be about you know you want to place those like little little things in your in your bio like nothing too nothing too detailed um if you are sponsored by any companies or anything you obviously want to keep that in your bio or if you have a website you want to establish kind of a funnel uh to get people to uh, click your website and drive traffic to there but um, definitely, if you are building a page, try to keep an like keep an idea of how you want the aesthetic appeal to look, mm-hmm. and um, just keep it organized. So when you're new, um, let's say you're like five photos in, and let's yeah. say they're completely just like brand new photos. Um, you know, I find a lot of people don't really take captions seriously they kind of just throw up a caption like saying like uh check out my messy room ignore it or something you know just some random things like we went hiking today like there's no real value in the captions um so do you think the captions are important in fitness because i personally think that they are i've gained a lot from captions alone even ignore you know ignoring the photo so absolutely yeah would you give yeah a lot of tips towards the captions too yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I definitely think like what's helped me stand out are my captions uh, because when I write them, it's more of like a conversation that I'm having mm-hmm. um, and I try to get something to engage people to actually comment on the post. And when I'm actually going to place something on Instagram, I want to make sure that it's something that will get, you know, if, if, if to have something to talk about. Uh, so for instance, if you know, I don't know. I got like a new a new car. 
I'm going to stand next to the car and take a picture of the car because that's what I want to talk about. Or if I got a new puppy, you know, I'll make something like witty uh, to engage people about that particular item in the photo Mm -hmm. and just make everything like generalized to that as opposed to just a bunch of randomness. Yeah, so this definitely worked for you. I know your captions are, I always read them. I'm like, damn, man, that's deep. Like that's some... That's some stuff right there. They're uh, they're lying and they're motivating, but uh, you know, I feel like captions are you know half the battle with you know becoming successful on Instagram. Other Dude, than that, if you uh, if you read my old captions, <laughs> like it's funny. I, I used to spend legit like thirty minutes or so just thinking up a caption. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Terrible. I know. Back when I was doing fitness, I would try to, you know create those motivating fitness captions and i i i I did a lot of them but you know sometimes it just be like a mirror selfie and you're just like current weight 165 170 or (laughs) you know and it's just like yeah yeah. comment below (laughs) what your goals are it's just some something else but now i'm more uh focused on like you know kind of business what's relevant to you yeah speaking and stuff like that like i'm kind of trying to like this podcast this isn't a fitness podcast this is more of a business slash motivation podcast which is like what i'm i've been going into for the past year or so it's been more of like a business side of things so uh yeah so back to instagram um how often would you say someone should post you know once a day you know once every couple days twice a day i'm gonna take a quote from my guy gary v okay if, oh he's another person that motivates me okay but stop stop worrying about the algorithm or like of instagram like if that if that's one piece of advice that i can give people is to like not think about it like that would be perfect if you are like actually if you want to be into fitness and everything go get certified and go put up ads like in your local like gyms in places like around you in person, mm-hmm. like go network, talk to people in person. And then once you feel like you have enough experience and everything, then start an Instagram account with your website that you can drive traffic to, to, to gain like online clients and things like that. But then to maybe you don't have to buy a nice camera, like an, an iPhone or an Android, like any, every smartphone nowadays, they have like a really nice camera equipped to them. Mm-hmm. Just take some professional photos. And know that if that's your goal to build clientele like for your business, take photos of you like working out with clients or things like that that will drive traffic to it. That should always be in the back of your mind as opposed to just showing off like your newest outfit. That can be a part of it, but just know that like if your goal is to like build a revenue and everything right there, always bring it back to that. And I know myself, uh, you know, the whole journey – from start to finish or to start to current day, I should say there's no real finish line is that the key is to just start. Cause I know myself, <laughs> I can look back day one. I had always used my phone camera. Then after a little bit of time, probably seven, eight months, I bought like a really low end, like mirrorless camera, probably like 400 bucks. Then after that, I upgraded and bought a new lens. Then after that, I upgraded the camera to like a $700 camera. Then after yep. that, I upgraded again. And now I'm on my camera. It's probably like $2,000 or so. And I'm not even a photographer. It just got to the point where I wanted to keep growing and upgrade myself. I didn't start with a $2,000 camera. Right. And plus, I've done a lot of work. Like yourself, you've done a lot of work with you know people who are good at that stuff. Like you work with a lot of amazing videographers and photographers. So you don't really need to be an expert in that field. You just kind of 
got to be able to fill in the gaps with that. Like you want to be able to take your own photos, nice photos, but you don't want to become like a professional photographer because that's not really the niche you're going for. You're more of the fitness. So, you know, building a team is, is the key to all of it. So you can't kind of be, you can't be your own fitness guy. You can't be your own photographer, your own videographer, your own editor. Like you almost want to build a community. So you each excel at one thing. Do you agree with that? I agree with that a hundred percent because one thing I'm finding out now, you know, I, I like to be in control of a lot of things uh, because again, it goes back to uh, trust, like trust, you know, trusting other people to uh, get things done, like when they say they are or to do them the certain way that you want them to. So I'm learning now that it, like you kind of have to create that group, you know, kind of like a wolf pack, wink, yeah. <laughs> uh, the people that can help you, you know, the strengths. So everyone's strong enough to excel on their own, but they're even better together. Yeah, that's an, that's a good quote right there. <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, yeah, Kennard, I'm actually going to wrap it up here now. I think we covered, you know, the best points, especially, you know, the key points for somebody who's new to this. Like we just covered the Instagram bio and how to start your page and, you know, to focus on content and, you know, to network and reach out. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. You know, I'm still new at this, so I hope, you know, you, <laughs> you've enjoyed it for what it was, but, uh, is there anything you want to kind of say to end this off? Uh, just like, thank you, you know, for having me on the podcast and, uh, for all the listeners, if you guys are looking for some new apparel or any like motivation or anything, you guys can check out my Instagram page as well as the Wolfpack Athletics page. Um, I'm sure Lucas is going to link him. Yeah, I'll uh, put that in the bottom, down, down below for sure. Sweet. But, yeah, man, uh, thank you so much for having me on here. And I hope, uh, you know, everything that we talked about has helped, you know, the listeners. And you guys feel free to reach out to me if you have any more questions. Peace. Yeah, guys. So I'm going to have Kennard's information, you know, in the bio. Like always, if you enjoyed this episode, you got any value out of this episode, please leave me a five-star review, preferably. Uh, you know, shoot me a DM if you have any questions or any concerns, any feedback. I appreciate everything. Um, you know, like I said, this is still the beginning of my podcast. I hope to see this grow tremendously as time goes on. But I'm going to end this right now. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. See you next time. Bye-bye.